Welcome to the Pokes Cast. I'm Ryan Thorburn, the Wyoming beat writer for the Casper Star Tribune. You can follow all of my coverage of all things Cowboys and Cowgirls at trib.com, or better yet, follow me on Twitter at by underscore Ryan Thorburn. And if you go to my profile, you can click on that link and find all of my stories really easily. Um, let's talk some Wyoming football. I mean, it's never too early to do that. Uh, and Wyoming, or the Mountain West rather, was the last FBS conference to release the dates for their upcoming schedule for the 23 season. They did that on Thursday. Uh, we knew that Wyoming had seven home games. We knew their non-conference opponents. We knew the conference opponents. But now we have uh, a pecking order dates of how that conference schedule is going to lay out for the Cowboys. And uh, Robert Gagliardi, I'm sure you've looked at the schedule. Um what do you think? What's your first impression of Wyoming's schedule, other than the fact that it's difficult? They play two Big Twelve teams, which we knew, but uh, conference-wise, I think it's pretty manageable. What do you think? I would say it's manageable. I think it's very, it's very top-heavy as far as you know, home games. Five of the first six games at home. It almost kind of reminds me of how the scheduling was back in the in the in the '60s and, and '70s, where it was front-loaded with home games and then. As the season went on, you know, and, and the weather turns in this part of the country, you know, the Cowboys would hit on the road. It kind of reminded me a lot of that. But, you know, I, I agree, Ryan, it's it's very tough schedule, but it's also set up for them to to do some good things. You know, if they can with those all those home games early, if they can get off to a good start. I don't know if they'll win them all, but if they can get off to a good start and then, you know, I think the 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 crux of the conference play in the second half is 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 tough, obviously, but it's also very manageable. They get a a buy between the Air Force and Boise games, which is, I think is a good thing. I like where their buy comes kind of in that middle part. It doesn't come. What did I see? Didn't see a shoe. Isn't their bye week like in, a, in week two or something like that? So I think, you know, the bye week comes at a good place. Um, you know, maybe we'll play around with, with win loss with all this, but I, I like the schedule. Um, I guess I'm a little more, I mean, I like having, you know, early season games where the chances of the weather being good, but I'm also one, if you're competing maybe for a conference championship or even bowl eligibility, I, I don't, I'm not saying you should have five of your last six at home in the, or anything. I like to see a few more home games maybe at that bottom end, you know, even though weather can be bad and it's hard for fans and stuff, I, I kind of like to maybe see a little more balance there, but hey, you know, five of the first six at home, some very good opponents coming in here. Um, you know, first two conference games at home. There's to me, there's a lot to like about this this 2023 schedule. Yeah, I love it when Wyoming ha has a front loaded schedule with home games because I know the fan base, you know, loves to tailgate in September and early October when it is. I mean, Wyoming's campus is beautiful that time of year. You know, it's right up there with CU Boulder and and Stanford and a lot of the campuses I've been to that are just gorgeous that time of year. You know, with the flowers and the trees in bloom and everything, Wyoming is a beautiful place. And those seem to always be by far the biggest crowds is those September, early October games. Mm -hmm. You know, even last year they had high stakes against Boise State, but that was in November. It was frigid and it was a good crowd. But I, I, my dad and my daughter were at that game, and I can't say they had a lot of fun in that weather. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the Indian, if the Indian were different, maybe they would have felt better about it. But, uh, you know, I love the fact that you can have a chance to not only have good crowds and just get some momentum going. You have a you have a chance to establish, uh, 
you know, bowl eligibility essentially almost in October, early mm-hmm. mid-October, if you get off to a great start. Um, so let's start with how it all starts. September 2nd, War Memorial Stadium, Texas Tech uh, comes to town, a Big 12 team. Um, and the Red Raiders, you know, Robert, I was looking, you know, obviously they're building, they have a, you know, a fairly new coach who's a Texas high school legend. They beat Oklahoma and Texas last year. That is a huge deal for them. Uh, their quarterback, I don't know if he'll still win the starting job or not, is a former Oregon quarterback transfer that I covered, Tyler Shook. Uh, he is very dangerous, um, very good player. You know, obviously Texas Tech is known for offense. And they're coming off a, a bowl win over Ole Miss. So this is one of those teams that I think is going to be possibly in a lot of people's top 25 going into the season, coming to Laramie, uh, really a huge opportunity for Wyoming. It reminds me of when Missouri came to town. It reminds me of when Mike Leach and Washington state came to town to open the season. It's that type of game for Wyoming. And, uh, you know, I think they've got a chance just given what we've talked about with their defense. Um, You're going to need some, some answers, you know, at cornerback against Texas tech, um, and some depth there, but you know, with Wyoming's front, I think they've got a, sh- a shot in this game. What do you think? Yeah, I, I do, and I think that's a good point about you know th- that Texas Tech that opener does remind me of the t- of the of the opener with Missouri in 2019, which was ironically the last Wyoming game I covered while I was on the beat before I I moved on, and you know that Missouri team was expected to be pretty good. Um, you know, I see kind of some similarities with Texas Tech. I don't, I'm sure they're not going to be picked to win the Big 12, but they're going to be up there. You know, they're, it seems like they're improving defensively, but you know, look, they're going to have athletes. They're going to have a lot of, they're going to have a lot of skill. And, you know, I, they're going to be fresh, but I think Wyoming should be fresh. They better be fresh coming out of fall camp. You know what I mean? So I think it's, you know, I think they got a chance. I'm not going to, it's, I, it's not a given or anything, but it, it's, it's a great opening crowd. Plus, you, you know, a Big 12 team coming to Wyoming. You know, it just, you know, you don't see that very often. And, you know, kudos to Tom Berman and Matt Wisnett and all the staff to get that. I know these are these schedules have been done probably, you know, well in advance, but, you know, good job there. A, a great way to open it. I would be surprised if if it's not a sellout, Ryan, it's going to be very close like that Missouri game was, you know, things like that. I think Wyoming does have a chance and it'll obviously be a test for everyone. It's a new season, but then, you know, how will – Andrew Peasley, assuming he's the guy, you know, how will this new, will this new offense, new look offense, what will the offense look like? You know, you're like you said, Ryan, I think you're hoping and maybe assuming a little bit that defense will, will hold up or hold its own. I uh, certainly hope that, but how does this offense click? Because Texas Tech's going to come out with some dudes. So what is Wyoming, how is Wyoming's offense going to counter that? Another interest, interesting dynamic to this game is, and I just knew this, you know, from covering Tyler after he transferred is Texas Tech opens their home schedule on September 9th against Oregon in Lubbock. So I'm not saying they're going to overlook Wyoming, but they know, and certainly Tyler uh, will be pumped for that Oregon game the next week. So uh, let's play the win-loss game just for fun. I mean, it's only uh, March (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's six months to go here, but um, do you have this as a win or a loss for Wyoming? Well, it's March, Ryan. I don't want to be, you know, 
they'd be downer right away. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Wyoming's gonna eke out a win, maybe a last second field goal from Hoyland or something like that. But I think Wyoming finds a way to get this season off. I like you you've said this before, Ryan. This this maybe could be a special season for this team. I think it's a great way to start the season is is with a a close win against a very good Big Twelve opponent. So I say they get him by a field goal, a, a last second field goal by John Hoyland wins this one. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be like the Missouri game, which puts some pressure on Andrew Peasley to perform. As as you know, Sean Chambers came up with some huge plays to beat Missouri uh, when he was healthy and 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 trending towards being a star at Wyoming. So Peasley's got to play well, and the, and the defense has to do what we think they're going to do, which is you know play lights out this season. Um, Wyoming on September 9th hosts Portland State, which is an FCS team from the Big Sky, and you know I'm I'm just going to say this has to be a win for Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Um, Portland State, you know, has produced some good players over the years, um, but uh, it's not even a, a powerful big big sky team so uh, i'm gonna go with wyoming to win that one what do you say robert I, I'll, I'll agree with you it'll just be interesting whether wyoming wins or loses against texas tech and just how it bounces back will there be you know if they happen to win the game they better not be overlooking anybody whether it's portland state or whoever they're playing if, if they lose will they come out even more fired up you know but yeah whether it's just got to be and you know wyoming is you know for the most part taking care of these fcs teams some of them have been closer calls than i think a lot some people would have liked but i do think wyoming wins that game and i agree i think they just have to win a game like that yeah and i I believe portland state only won four games last year it might have been five but uh just looking at their how they performed last year they only lost at san jose state by i think four points to start the season. And we were kind of wondering about San Jose state and they eventually turned it on and started winning more impressively. And another quirk, I mean, I don't know what uh, Craig Bowles relationship is with the current Oregon staff, but they they'll probably be exchanging a lot of uh, film and text because Portland state opens at Oregon. So they're going to be coming off a payday and a body bag game. And then obviously Oregon goes to Texas tech and they switch opponents. So uh, kind of an interesting quirk in the schedule there with Wyoming and Oregon uh, playing the same two teams um, to start out. Okay, September 16th is uh, Wyoming's money game. They are at Texas. Uh, the Longhorns are, are an interesting team with Steve Sarkeesian, the former BYU quarterback who beat Wyoming in the 96 WAC championship game, that classic game, overtime loss. Uh, Joe Tiller's last game at Wyoming, you know, he's uh, he's had a chance to be a head coach at Washington and then he left for USC and that didn't work out due to personal problems, uh, rehabbed him, himself um, from some alcohol problems and his reputation at Alabama working for Nick Saban. Now he gets this golden opportunity at Texas and, you know, it started out a little rocky for them. Uh, they have not lived up to expectations, but they're, recruiting like crazy and they have uh, arch manning coming in at, as a freshman quarterback this year um isaiah nayor obviously is a, a subplot to this game if he's healthy the transferred last year from wyoming to texas uh wyoming is 0-5 against the longhorns um all but one of those games has been in austin uh, i think this sets up for well for wyoming in terms of uh, texas is at alabama the week before 
and opens up Big 12 play at Baylor the week after. So, again, it's a team I don't think that's going to be circling Wyoming on the schedule. Um, of course, Isaiah Nayor won't be overlooking this game. Uh, I have this as a loss, I think, just like this is much more difficult than going to Illinois. And until we see Wyoming perform better on the, on the road against a power five team uh, in this heat, I think they will wilt and, you know, lose to the Longhorns. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I, I have it as a, as a loss as well. You know, maybe, you know, you know, the, I don't think Wyoming will just get rolled 58 to nothing or anything like that, but I do think it's, they're just, they're going to be overmatched, you know, maybe, you know, we've seen Wyoming in some of these games where they they you know they play pretty hard, they play pretty decent at times, but it just isn't enough. And I mean, you know, might be one of those cases, but you never know. You mentioned Ryan. I mean, you look at Texas just on paper and with all the recruiting and everything, they should roll fifty eight nothing against a a Mountain West team. I don't I don't see that happening. It'll be interesting what year two with with Sark looks like for Texas. You know, they lost the, the their stud running back, but I'm sure there's others in the pipeline. You know, there's always dudes there. So I don't see. Wyoming winning it, but I also don't necessarily see him just getting boat raced, you know, unless things just get out of hand from him early, then maybe. But I I do see a loss, but I see Wyoming, you know, putting up pretty good effort. Yeah, there's going to be so much pressure on Texas this year. You wonder Quinn Ewers, who was the number one quarterback in his class, entering his second year at Texas. If he struggles at Alabama, you know, their fan base is going to want to see Arch Manning, the number one recruit in this year's class the nephew of Peyton and Eli. So there could be some tension there, some controversy for the long mm-hmm. that they'll have to overcome. Obviously Oscar Giles coached at Texas for a long time under Mac Brown. And now he's at Wyoming and he's got a lot of Texas guys on this roster and some dudes on the defensive line. So, uh, you know, it's not, it's not uh mission impossible, but obviously Texas will be heavily favored in that game. Uh, Wyoming coming back to Laramie the next week, September 23rd, Appalachian State visits a really, really good Sunbelt program. Uh, were you, did you go out to Boone, North Carolina in 2015 was the only meeting between these two teams early in Craig Bull's tenure and uh, the Mountaineers uh, put a whooping on Wyoming. And now finally, all these years later, they're coming back to Laramie. Yeah, I was at that game. Uh, it rained and rained and rained. Um, Wyoming did get whooped. Um, I know they were supposed to play before this, but I know it, I, some other scheduling things came up where they pushed that back. But, you know, App State, I mean, yeah, it's great to have Texas Tech come here, but App State is 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 arguably one of the better FBS, you know, group of five programs out there. Yeah, they're not in the in a power five conference, but consistently they're, they're good. You know, they're just, uh, this is a, this should be a treat for Wyoming fans. Cause this isn't yet yeah, Appalachian state, you know, what's this, who's this, uh, they're good. Um, you know, I know, I'm not sure what they lost, what they beat Texas A&M last year, you know, although A&M was reeling at that time, but you know, this is a good football team coming in here. And, Honestly, Ryan, to me, this is a coin flip game for me. I, you know, again, I haven't done a lot of digging of what some of these teams have or, you know, lost or have coming back, but I think App State is at a point where they are kind of like a rebuild type thing, you know, or reload. I mean, you know, they, you know, they got guys, you know, they're good. They're used to winning. They go on the road and win games. So I don't think they're going to be daunted or intimidated by coming to Laramie or anything like that. And, you know, Wyoming better. Better play well. 
or it not it it won't win and it could get embarrassed if they don't play well. So this is a great non-conference game and honestly to me it's a coin flip game at this point. Yeah, it's the most important non-conference game on the schedule for me. I mean, if you lose to Texas Tech, huge disappointment, but they are like we said, a borderline top 20 team this coming season or at least perceived that way. Uh, and we'll see how they do against Oregon the next week. And then obviously you're a huge underdog at Texas. Uh, this is a huge game for the Mountain West. I mean, you're going to be competing in the future with the Sun Belt and the American for uh, to be that sixth-ranked conference and get a team into the playoffs. So this is a huge game. I agree. I think it's. Uh, I think Wyoming will be a slight favorite in this game. Uh, App State was six and six last year, but I think they're probably building like Wyoming's trying to build off seven and five. And, uh, you know, this is a program when they were in the FCS that stunned Michigan mm-hmm. at the big house. And as you mentioned, they beat Texas A&M last year. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to say that Wyoming bounces back from the Texas road trip, uh, uses the altitude to their advantage and finds a way to grind out a win here. But I think it's going to be a great game. I'm going to give Wyoming a win to get to three and one. Well, I'm not brave enough, but I'll, I'll go with the coin flip. But I just don't know which which side I'm calling yet. But uh, we'll go from there. But then, and then, Ryan, they open conference play. And look, you know, I know New Mexico's building, but the first Wyoming's first two conference games are at home, and they got to make hay with those. And look, you know, I know Danny Gonzalez said when he got the New Mexico job, they're going to win championships there. And I'm not saying he's he's wrong or anything, but I still think there's a lot of building there. This is a game Wyoming has to win. It just does, you know. No disrespect to New Mexico. Um, I like Danny Gonzalez. I like what he's trying to do. I'm sure they'll come in with a very good defense. I'm not sure what we're going to see offensively. I'm not sure what we've seen offensively the last two years, to be to be brutally honest. But Wyoming's got to win that game. They've got to get off to a 1-0 start against New Mexico, which, yeah, in the preseason, I'm sure they're not going to be picked. I'd be surprised if they're if they're not at the bottom. They're going to be very close to it. So, and again, that's probably doesn't mean a lot but Wyoming's got to win its first conference game at home especially against New Mexico team that's still that's still building I won't hold you to it but give me a win or loss on App State in New Mexico people are gonna get mad at me but I'm gonna go close loss for Wyoming in that one in App State against App State yes what about New Mexico uh they win they beat New Mexico and they actually look very good I think they're going to beat New Mexico by at least two touchdowns I agree. I think they solved their New Mexico headache last year by grinding out that win in Albuquerque and and saying enough is enough. I mean, New Mexico's down right now, and they've lost even more guys to the portal than after this, after this past season. So, you know, I feel bad for New Mexico, but it's a basketball school at this point. Uh, So hopefully they do well uh, in Las Vegas next week uh, to give their fans something to hold on to. So that brings us to October 7th, uh, maybe, you know, one of the most critical games on the entire schedule. Fresno State, the reigning Mountain West champion, comes to Laramie without Jake Hayner. He's finally moving on to the NFL. Uh, Obviously, Fresno State humiliated Wyoming, a shorthanded Wyoming team, 30-0 in the regular season finale. Uh, Wyoming hasn't beat these guys for, for a while now, so... Uh, this is a huge circle game. Uh, I have to pick the Bulldogs until Craig Bull can prove that he can uh, win against Fresno State. I know he did it a long time ago with Brian Hill. Uh, 
but Fresno State, I think, probably has a quarterback ready to go or a couple quarterbacks ready to go uh, to replace Hayner. They always have good skill position. Uh, defense is underrated. Uh, I'll go with Fresno State, but I think Wyoming will definitely have a shot in this game. Uh, what say you, Robert? I'm curious of what, you know, look, you're right. I don't know who's going to be the Fresno State quarterback. I'm not, again, I don't know what's, if if they bring in a transfer, if you, they, like I said, they have someone in the pike, but Jeff Tedford will have them ready to go. I do think they're going to take maybe somewhat of a step back from last year because not just losing Hayner, they lost a lot of their skill guys. And again, I know they produced those guys very well, but that's, that bar was pretty high for those guys last year. That was a really, really good team, Ryan, I thought. And they lost some some key guys on defense. So Fresno will still be good, but I do think Wyoming, I think Craig Bull solves that puzzle this year. You know, um, it may be ugly. It may be a defensive slugfest, so to speak. But I think Wyoming wins that game in kind of like a 20 to 17-ish type game. I think they do finally solve the Bulldogs kind of puzzle there and, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know how, but I just think Wyoming finds a way to win that game and, and gets off to a 2-0 start. Yeah, of course, two years ago at home, Wyoming's defense played so well, but they just couldn't do anything on offense uh, using uh, Chambers and Levi Williams. So uh, once again, Peasley might have to deliver some dimes to pull this one out. I think the Wyoming defense will keep them in it. Keep in mind, the Mountain West is getting rid of divisions this year, so this is not you know, Mountain versus West. This is critical. The top two teams in the standings, regardless of their past history with the divisions, are are going to play in the championship. So this is critical because you got to figure Wyoming and Fresno are in that two, three, four mix preseason. I'm guessing uh, with Boise State, we'll see how the how it all shakes out in August. So critical game uh, for the Mountain West race. Uh, speaking of that, uh, October 14th, Wyoming. Uh, finally hits the road again. They're at Air Force, uh, Falcon Stadium. Um, Wyoming, that was probably their best win last year against the Falcons mm -hmm. at War Memorial Stadium as Troy Calhoun rolled to another double-digit win season. I'm going to give Wyoming a bounce-back win here because they have Cole Goodbow and Jordan Bertinoli and dudes behind them, and I think – the last two years, even though they lost two years ago at Air Force, they've controlled the line of scrimmage and controlled the the option to some degree. And uh, you know, Peasley and the and the guys uh, did a great job of of ball control on offense last year. So I think Wyoming takes this game seriously. I think they'll work on it again in the spring at times and the fall camp at times. And I think they will be ready to win this game. Air Force loses you know, some tremendous players at quarterback and Brad Roberts at running back. So I think Wyoming ekes out another three-point win, maybe a six-point win at Air Force this year, and uh, rolls on. Big win for Wyoming. I love your enthusiasm, Ryan, and your optimism, I suppose. And I could see that happening, but I also think as, as dry and bland as Troy Calhoun is, at least with the media <laughs> – He's pretty. He's a pretty good football coach. I think they'll kind of remember that last from what happened in Laramie last year, and that that loss kind of stung them a little bit. So I don't know what the skill players will look like, but we know what the system will look like, and I think they'll. They, I'm not saying they'll be as good or even better, but I think they'll have guys, and I think I think Air Force or those some of those guys will remember last season in Laramie, and I think Air Force 
uh, in another close game, I think Air Force gets Wyoming in this one in a very close one. So I'm going to hope I'm wrong. I could certainly see Wyoming. Wyoming's built to beat an Air Force team. Really, the way Wyoming is is built under Craig Bull almost every year, they're built to at least compete with them and and be in the game with them. Okay, I certainly think that'll be the case this coming season again. But I think Air Force finds a way to get them at home this year. Yeah, it should be noted. Uh, Air Force has a bye before hosting Wyoming, so they'll be ready to ready to roll there. Uh, I just think Wyoming is set up defensively to give them fits, and uh, you know it's a theme. But you know Chambers couldn't quite deliver. Uh, you know after that four and start two years ago at Falcon Stadium, he had a really bad second half, and that led to uh, a long losing streak for Wyoming. So. Peasley or whoever is quarterback at that point for Wyoming is going to have to make some plays to help out the defense. That's going to be the theme all year. Uh, Wyoming will have their open date after the Air Force game uh, the week of October 21st, and then they will head to Boise to play the Broncos on the blue turf. Wyoming has never won on the blue turf, and they're going to have to probably do it this year if they want to get Craig Bowl that elusive championship in his 10th season. Uh, This is kind of like the Fresno thing to me. I'm going to have to see it to believe it. I think Wyoming's got a great chance. They always play Boise State tough, but I have this as a loss until um, they show that they can uh, beat Boise State. I'm with you on there, Ryan, and you're right. They've, you know, more often than not, really, they've they've played well at Boise State against the Broncos. Just not well enough to win. You know, I could certainly see that happening. But, uh, yeah, they've got to prove it. And that young quarterback at Boise, I think, is pretty special. He he showed some really impressive things to me last year. I didn't watch him a ton. But when I did, I was impressed. And he, I got to assume he's just going to get better. They got, a, you know, Bush Hamden's the new offensive coordinator for them. I think he's probably going to take advantage of, of this kid's skill set. And, you know, it's Boise on the blue turf, Ryan. I mean, not a lot of teams go up there and win. Um yeah, until Wyoming can prove me wrong, I just, I just don't think, I just don't think it happens. But stranger things have happened too. So, but I got to go with a loss for the Cowboys on the blue turf as well. Yeah, uh, Wyoming has an open date to get ready for this game, but so does Boise State. Their open date is also the weekend of October twenty first. So this will be an interesting year for Boise State. Um, you know, they open up at Washington, which I think is a sleeper playoff team and then they have ucf coming which is a huge game for the mountain west ucf's coming to boise i mean they play san diego state you know in september um they host colorado state or they're at colorado state before they play wyoming uh boise could be in really playing for a lot um entering this game we'll see uh you know, Andy Avalos has done a good job, but they're just not quite at that level that I think their fan base wants them to be. So there could be some pressure on them too. Um, but we have both have that as a loss, which sets up the annual border war in Laramie. Colorado State comes to War Memorial Stadium on November 4th. Uh, Wyoming has owned this series lately, and uh, I think they're going to get them again. There's just too much so many new players at Colorado State, and I know a lot of them are talented guys, but they're adding half their roster is going to be new. Wyoming, based on our picks, is going to be coming off a tough loss, and I think they'll rally. They they love to hold that boot, and I think this is a game Wyoming does circle 
and I think it's a game they do win at home. Obviously, they squeaked out the 14-13 win last year uh, with Jaden Clemens' late heroics. Uh, I think they do it again this year. I don't know if uh, Peasley will still be the quarterback or Clemens or TBA, but I think Wyoming wins this game. Yeah, I think they find a way, Ryan. Um, just be curious with, you know, I know a lot of people in Fort Collins are really optimistic with Jay Norvell, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be or anything, but, you know, it'll be interesting. Where will Colorado State be when they, when this game rolls around with all the new players and all the still the change of culture, just the shift of, you know, of, you know, building the program for Jay Norvell? Will they be, will they be building momentum or will they still be kind of treading water, you know? So, um, but I do think, you know, at home, Wyoming, at least in my picks, coming off a couple of tough losses, nothing like a rivalry game to fire you up and get you kind of back on track a little bit. So I think it'll be close, but I do think Wyoming finds a way and they they get back in the winning in the, um, in the win column and, and keep the boot for another year. Yeah, the Rams have an interesting non-con. They play Washington State at home. Uh, they're at Colorado, so they get a taste of Dion. Uh, they're at Middle Tennessee State, who beat them last year. So it'll be interesting to see if they gain confidence from that. Maybe they upset a Washington State, or maybe they upset Dion and the Buffs, or if they just kind of get off to another rough start and it's just a long season for them. We'll see. Um, November 11th, Wyoming's at UNLV. Uh, fans, I hope, will be allowed to attend this time. They didn't in 2020, so the Allegiant Stadium, I would expect to be at least half Wyoming fans. Uh, they have a new coaching staff. They have a good quarterback. But I think Wyoming finds a way and gets this win. Um, I think Wyoming will be excited for this game to play in the Raiders stadium, and, and I think they win it. I'll say this, Ryan. If 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 you if it's Doug Broomfield, if he's the quarterback and he's healthy when they play Wyoming, I, this is almost a toss-up to me because I think he's that good. And UNLV was good when he was healthy last year. Um, he's not proven he can stay healthy, and that's that's big. But I'm curious what this new staff's going to do. They seem like a little bit more tough, hard-nosed now than at least from here, from talking in March and everything. I'm going to kind of reluctantly go with the Cowboys here, but if, if UNLV builds momentum, we saw last year they, they played pretty well early and they kind of faded. I don't know how the season will go for them, but I'll just say this. If, if Broomfield's the, the quarterback, I'm going to give UNLV the edge in this in this game. If he's, if he's hurt and they're reeling there, then I think Wyoming's got a great chance. I will... Since we're picking these, I will, I will go with Wyoming in a close one, but very close because this this game scares me just because I think UNLV, not saying they're the sleeping giant in the conference, but I think they got enough peop, enough talent on the roster to beat Wyoming, and if the quarterback's healthy, I kind of like the Rebels' chances, to be honest with you. November 18th, Hawaii at Wyoming. Uh, Wyoming – Brought the Paniolo Trophy home from Honolulu last year in, in a good game. Uh, really one of Wyoming's better rushing performances uh, with DeWine McNeely and Duke James uh, going crazy after Titus Swin left that game early uh, with a concussion. So uh, Cam Stone transferred to Hawaii, cornerback. I would expect uh, Wyoming's wide receivers to be pumped up for this game. Um, tough travel, could be tough weather. Uh, I, I will give Wyoming the win over Hawaii. I'll give it to him too. Uh, better not take it for granted. We've seen Hawaii come into Laramie what if just a few years ago and embarrass Wyoming at home late in the season. So can't take it for granted, but this is a game last home game. Wyoming, you know, to me, it's a win. They got to win this one. I agree. I think they will. 
And now another dangerous game in Nevada. Uh, you you kind of like UNLV. I think Wyoming finishes the season November 25th in Reno against Nevada. Nevada obviously had a, a real struggle of a rebuild in the wake of Jay Norvell leaving and taking a bunch of talent with him and, and other talented players transferring to other programs. So this is year two um, of the rebuild. And by this time, November, they might have something cooking, but uh, Nevada's going to be at or near the bottom of the conference again. I don't, Wyoming hope, should be playing for some, you know, they could still be in the hunt to be in the Mountain West Championship game. Uh, I think they beat the Wolf Pack in Reno, but I think it'll be a very dangerous game. I'm going to give them the win, though. I'll give them the win. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I think Nevada's a little bit of a ways yet from getting back in the Mountain West mix a little bit because of, like you said, all the changes and turnover. I know they added an Oregon transfer as a running back that sounds like a very good player. That'll help. I think they need to solve their quarterback issue, and I don't know where that'll be. But I do think – I think Wyoming might be going – like you said, Ron, they might be competing for that top uh, top two spot in the conference championship game or chance for maybe eight, 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 eight nine wins or something. So I do think Wyoming finds a way to get this one. I think it'll be an ugly game, um, but I think it's defense and and just enough offense will, will eke out another close win for them. So I have Wyoming at 9-3 and three overall and 6-2 and two in the Mountain West, which is uh... – a really nice season. You have Wyoming at eight and four overall, but also six and two in the Mountain West. Uh, if they go six and two in the Mountain West, are they involved in the championship game in your mind? Uh, probably not, but possibly, depending on what the the other the, you know the rest of the league does and how much parity, or if anyone you know separates itself, and then. Boy, I hope the tiebreaker scenarios are easy to understand or easy to follow. Six and two might be good enough to get you in that in that game just based on this league ryan but it might be a game it, my gut tells me it might be a game short yeah i i think you're probably right and the mountain west championship would be december 2nd and uh you know i think wyoming uh it's like i said last year from the 21 season i thought the 22 team was going to be much better than the than the 21 year and they were even though the record was the same I think this year's team is going to be better than last year's team, which, as you recall, was seven and three before playing Boise State and Fresno State. I have those as the two conference losses. We'll see if if Wyoming can close that gap or not. I think they've got a shot in both games, but uh, to be the best, you got to beat the best. So uh, it should be a fun season, regardless, Robert. It should be. Can't get here fast enough, but I'm glad it. Even though we're in early March, it's still always good to talk football with you, man. I can, you know. It's, it's, it's never a bad time to talk college football. All right, everybody. Well, spring football will be here before we know it, March 28th. In the meantime, uh, I'll be headed to the Mountain West Basketball Tournament on Monday. The Cowgirls play Monday night in the quarterfinals, and then Wyoming will be starting action on Wednesday, um, probably as the number 11 seed. And uh, that would be quite a day if the Cowgirls are in the championship that night, which I think they have a clear path to if they play like they have been lately. Robert, we'll talk about hoops next week. Thanks so much for uh, the time and uh, have a great weekend. Well, safe travels to Vegas. Uh, play a little, play a couple of hands of three card poker for me and uh, enjoy some time in Las Vegas, man. All right. Sounds good.